So guess what, people? We're back, and so is Jamie. Hello. Hiatus, but now he's back in uh, in the podcasting land. Trying with a fever. With hay fever. Um, I got out last night. Honestly, I've just got a fever. Uh, but um, <laughs> I used no, to look like this though back in the day. To be honest right. with you, I still ain't shifted this cold. Like this cough and stuff is still going. I usually, I usually shrug things off. Maybe a week. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what I am? I'm robust. But this is really kicking my ass. It's not as robust as your cold. Mate, it is really kicking my ass. It's unbelievable. To be fair, I, I could talk, mate. I, I've been knocked out by plant sex this week. So <laughs> I can't even breathe properly. Right. Let's get the old chat going up. Good evening, Sam and Jamie from Paul Cook. Imagine being the first person in here. We've got 10 people in now. Blessed. Right, so this week... Um, oh, actually, before we do that, I've got some interesting stuff to talk about, right? Here we go. That's a bit boring. No, it's not. <laughs> so I've had to fit a few fuse boards last week. Domestic fuse boards. It's been a while. Um, and so... This, had... this, this plug is seamless. Well done. So, I've ordered a load of these because they are special, right? And I'll tell you why. Because most people don't care about the brand of fuse board that they have in their house. They don't really care. They let you put whatever they want in, as long as it don't cost £2,000 more than it should do. So, <laughs> Sorry, no. <coughs> so I went... So I had to fit a BG board this week, because they had already bought it, right? Oh, my God! <laughs> that Mate, what's, I couldn't even use a... Um, uh, a, a proper screwdriver. I had to use a big flathead to get to get it talked up. Like honestly, they are so pony. <laughs> and the uh, grabbers in the top of the RCBOs, absolutely pony. You couldn't tighten them up enough to stop it from pulling out. It was it was a nightmare fitting that. And that's why I say Verso <laughs> fuse boards. You don't have any of these problems. They are just like you put them in. You got enough space to work. Everything fits in nice. The bar's not all flimsy. So when you put the front on, it's not like a big screwdriver session trying to get everything clicked into place to try and get it to uh, sit nicely. It is actually, like, genuinely, they are easier to fit than um, the other fuse boards I've been fitting this week. They are the business. That's my plug out of the way. I'm um, going to do one. I might, I've just, the double stacks are, I've been banging about it for ages, and now I've got other stuff on like this. Hang on, I'll show you. Because I, I want to get a diverso fuse board with a double stack one to fit my shit in. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've got this thing here. Hang on while I give myself a hernia. Oh, pull my headphones out. I'm back. For audio viewers, I'm lifting up a massive solar invert that feels like it's made out of pure lead. Look at that. Who wants, fit, who wants to fit these all day long? Fair play to the solar boys. I got yeah, this but you get paid there. that big dollar for fitting them, though, didn't you? I think you get paid by the weight, mate. When it comes, I thought <laughs> I was going to break my legs. Um, right. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about this week, Jamer? Oh, no, you've got some news. Oh, no, we've got some news. So I had a bit of a Twitter spat. I'm still out of a loop. I'm still out of a loop, mate. Fill me in. So I had a bit of a Twitter spat this week. Did you put it on the thing or not? No, because the graphics computer is shonky. So for all your viewers, you're winning to this week. Rubbish. Right. So on Twitter, this is so every like last couple of weeks I've been talking about the cult of EV, right? Cult, did these, you say? The cult of EV is right, just check it. Right. Because there's like this attitude with EV people that like they can do no wrong and they've got this real virtuous stupidity about them. <laughs> and this is this is what topped it off. Tom Callow, EV expert. Uh, what's he? I think he's EV expert. He's my energy EV expert. I think he is. Yeah. So uh, and it's trademarked. He's actually trademarked that name. What his name? EV expert. Oh right, of course yes. Everyone, everyone else, you just suckers. Right. This is how. This is how far it's gone. Anyone gone electric for their barbecue? Setting fire to a load of charcoal just doesn't seem quite right anymore. Actually, I've been electric on my barbecue for a number of years. I've got this thing called an oven. <laughs> so, so I've been I'm already very green. Okay. Ninja Woodfire Smoker looks pretty interesting. Um, I, I but it's also Twitter. pretty tiny. Any others might actually stand a chance of delivering barbecue flavour. I saw this on Twitter, right? And I'm going to say what I say every week, yeah? I'm, <coughs> just, I'm just a realist. I'm just a normal person, right? 
I've got people, I'll go on Twitter and argue with EV battery renewables people and stuff just because I want to get into it. I want to discuss it, yeah? And they'll go, oh, what do you like doing? Burning burning coal. I'm like, mate, I've got a battery outside. I've got a solar inverter. You know what I mean? I'm trying. I'm doing my best, but I'm a realist. I get, when I saw you in this spot with this guy about the barbecue, I got thinking. So the smallest electric barbecue you can get is two kilowatts. How many kilowatts are in one kilo of charcoal? I haven't got a clue. Seven. Seven, ki- seven kilowatts of energy in the charcoal, yeah? So it's not really that bad. <laughs> you can have a, good, have a barbecue. Just enjoy your life. You're going to die soon. Also, Mate, well, go on. Well, well I, I'm not being funny, but just, I don't want to sound like I'm hating on the EV people, yeah? But I am hating on the... You know the freaks at each end of everything are just ruin it for everyone, yeah? Where's your tyres coming from? Where's the metal coming from? Where's all the plastic coming from? People are trying. You don't have to make people feel bad because they've had a barbecue that weren't 100% renewable. It's, it's just bonkers. It's not like people just spoil it. Sam's now leaving. I'm assuming a seagull's attacking his child or something, carrying her off. Oh, no, he's back. Costume change it was. Um, you know, it's bonkers, mate. It's like... Everyone... I don't generally think there's anyone that wants to be, like, burning oil outside but there's some people that are so far up it like oh mate just think about your tires on your car your car's not that renewable it's not that green just driving if you want to be green don't drive <laughs> it's, it's just so pathetic i mean who in the hell worries about having a barbecue now like that shouldn't be a thing what so what you go you go oh you're right mate you, like say you're his friends do you want to come out for a barbecue well i will but on the proviso, don't <laughs> use charcoal. Every Shut EV, up, every every EV driver now has got to buy fourteen acres of land, so that if their car catches fire, or should we say when it catches fire, they can plant the trees to do the carbon offset, and then we can burn that in twenty years' time, and we can all have a barbecue. <laughs> and is uh, charcoal just bloody burnt wood anyway? Isn't it? It's 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 wood burnt in low oxygen. What what's amusing is what counts as renewable. So. I used to work at a renewable power station. We used to burn cows. 40 cows an hour we used to burn. What? That's classed as renewable. We used to burn meat, bone meal. 40 cows worth an hour. Just burning it. That's renewable. It's It's such a fallacy. It's such a fallacy. And I'm so sick of this. Like these, these... E- the cult of EV is just so much. It's the cult of renewable, mate. chill out. The cult of renewable, it's like, it's like the batteries. We don't make batteries in this country. Do you know why we don't make batteries? Go on. Because it's so difficult to make them in a manner that doesn't wreck the environment. You've only got to look on the internet at China and the amount of pollution, cancer towns, bad water they've got. Yeah. Because they've got uncontrolled battery production and there's no way anyone in the, in the world that are trying to be eco-friendly can create batteries because they are so dirty to make. Do you know what makes me laugh about that? You say that to them, and they go, oh, well, the batteries that we use, they are sourced from dolphins. From unicorns. They, yeah, they, from dolphins. Don't, they bring them up on their, on their heads for us. It's like it's like with the rubbish. Oh, my council reckon they recycle 100% of the rubbish. It's because they send it abroad. <laughs> like, green, greenwashing. I know. I, I love eco stuff. I'm really into it. I like it. I think we should all use less energy. But I can't stand greenwashing. And when you get challenged, when you are the nine, they go, actually... Um, what about your tyres? They're not eco, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's always some excuse. If someone or some company could just be honest and go, yeah, look, we've been as green as we can be, I'd be like, yeah, mate, sweet. That's cool. Like, let's I'll roll with that. Just be yeah. as green as I can be. I have the occasional barbecue. But imagine being that, that type of a bellend where you have to go on Twitter to ask about, to sort of show that you're so about that <laughs> life that you won't even have a barbecue with charcoal. I, I always say, do, uh, this might be an age one. Do you remember Swampy? The yes. eco-warrior that dug tunnels under the thing, yeah, right? Yeah, and sat up some, in some, You know this Just Stop Oil lot, right? They're mainly Balans, right? But you know that Swampy geezer who dug a tunnel under the A34 and lived there? I know for a fact he lives in a shack in the middle of nowhere and he goes like scrounging around tips and grows all his own food and that. I'm 100% behind that guy. Because he's practicing what he preaches. Yeah, 100%. he's living it. He's living it. Yeah, he's doing it. If someone comes in and goes, "Oh, actually, I think you'll find most fertilizers are damaging nitrogen and all that," then actually use fertilizer. Fuck off. Yeah. If you're actually rolling what you preach, like that swampy geezer, he's got in one hundred percent. 
I will back him up to the hill. He deserves to be able to dig himself under a road. But if you come on here moaning about your barbecue, but then you're smoking eight sets of tires on your EV or producing things made out of plastic, then you know what I mean? It's, yeah. I don't mind. If people just want to be realistic about it, everyone will get behind him. It's just, it seems I like am, it. I am fully sick of it. I've got to be honest with you. I'm fully sick of this cult of EV and, and, and Twitter's murder for it. Well, Twitter's murder for both ends of the scale. Everything. Any Twitter's subject. murder for yeah. everything. Like, like the problem, it just, just cater for normal people trying to do normal things. You know what motivates most normal people? Go on. Money. So you can save money and it's clean. Great. I'll have a bash. I'll invest. That's what most people want to hear. If you invest thing... in this technology, you'll save a bit of money. You're a bit more reliable. You're doing a bit of the environment. It's not 100% green, but we're having a bash. Yeah, great. I'm, I'm well into that. The other thing that really um, is, a, is an under, under-talked about thing is most people ain't got the money to invest into EV or into renewables right now. Like, people fucking shopping at, at Audi and Lidl to try and save money. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. There's nothing wrong with Lidl. Do you know what I mean? Like, going and having a shop in Primark rather than Marks and Spencer's just I, I to mean, get by. It's you know, all that, that sort of shit that, that we're doing at the moment to get by, and people are sort of... Like, I'm driving around in a 15-year-old diesel RAV4. I ain't about to upgrade that to a 35 grand Nissan Leaf or something. Unfortunately, up, up it's always the same. If you've got a bit of money or you've got a bit of land, you can you can save or make money. But the but the people that are generally doing the grind haven't got a facility. I mean, I live in a end terraced house next to the end. I could barely fit a battery in my garden where I want it because I don't put it in my office. I'm not a dickhead. My solar's gone in the wall outside because my roof was put up by people who look like Fred Dimney. You know what I mean? So like, I've had to cater around that. And all this gear I bought. It's quite solar gear is actually quite cheap. Batteries are expensive. Solar gear is actually quite cheap. Yeah, it is. The, the thing I've got going up, I'm not getting bummed by a scaffolder, which is the expensive bit. But um, yeah, it is actually you, right. Just, just let's do a shot. Yeah, you know, if you're green, you've got a green company, and you're doing green shit. Go online and say we're trying to be as green as we can. Me, I want to take you along for the ride. But don't come on mocking people for having a barbecue. <laughs> it's just mental. It's just mental. It's that divvy way of carrying on. Mm, um. Right, what's next? I don't know where are we. I'm a bit out of touch because I've been off. I've yeah, been no, off that was that, I, we haven't really got news. That was just something I wanted to cover this. It's week. bank holiday. We, we yeah, always we don't really do news on bank holidays. Bank holidays. It's more chilled out. We'll have a look at the chat. You ever knows at the chat? Let's have a look in the chat. Right, who's in here? Right, we've got Play Shadow. That's, that's a, that sounds like a sexy name. Yeah, that, that's listen, that you've got that, that on various other websites, haven't you, mate? Come on, admit Play it. Shadow. Don't pass a babysitter test. <laughs> Probably a nice guy. He's but got do you a know massive what I mean? bowl full of corkies at every party he does. Yeah. Um, Richard Cockerline, <laughs> um, Azuri Electrical, Sean the Spark, Daniel Dalzell. Welcome, Mr. Blatant. Martin uh, 64 UK has noticed that I do have a BT Robin instrument behind me. Uh, very nice. Yeah, I had to buy the case separately, but it's a full set. It doesn't work, though. Sorry, it's just for the lock. I don't like it. Oh, man. Thanks for spotting oh, that. Sad. Silver Fox, James Kane, Martin, 64 UK, Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Hey up, lads. Well, <laughs> that sounds like Mark, doesn't it? Or, or, or the other one who don't pass um, the babysitter test. Now then, now then. Well, we are the Holly and Phil, aren't we, of Electrical World? We're what? We're the Holly and Phil of Electrical World. So you're Phil, then. Well, you've always got a 12-year-old, you, haven't you? Scotch. Mm. Scotch? Uh, no, this one ain't. <laughs> Probably younger, but that's what's going for. Anyway, let's talk about that. The better, yeah. Allegedly, well, allegedly, that... allegedly. Um, oh, I've got something that annoyed me this week as well. I was listening to another what I won't call it a podcast because it ain't really, it's a, it's a radio show, Fix Radio, the electrical show or some shit with uh old Paul Meenan, mate. That oh, is Thomas, that is Thomas Nuggie's show, let's be yeah, clear. mate. He's so out of touch with, with the way things are. Mate, let's not pretend this isn't set up. You made me listen to it, didn't you? That's a yeah, did. No, listen. You made me listen to it, right? Listen. What I'll... I will say is I've still got a man crush on his other co-host. So Nagy does it with another guy. Someone will put it in the comments in a minute. The other guy is brilliant. He's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I've got loads of time for him. I'd listen but to him on the show. Then you've got Paul comes on and he's like, he, he, he said this one thing that wound me up, right? I've employed thousands and thousands of subcontractor electricians in my time. And uh, I do a spot check. 
Oh, was this I resistance and impedance? Yeah. What's the difference between resistance and impedance? And when their ass falls out because they don't know, um, I give them an opportunity to learn. And if they don't want to learn, I'll pump them. And I'm like, mate, that's I, not, can they do the job? I admit, right, if you were new to the trade, you listened to that, you could possibly think Paul Meenan was a massive asshole. It didn't come across well. He, he, he spoke on that podcast like people knew was his background. Now I do. I've got a lot of time for the E5 crew, if I'm honest. I ain't. Oh, yeah, because they, they, they filled a gap that was there. It, the, the, there was no one doing that, and it needs someone. And he does come out with a lot of good stuff. He said about the fact that we ain't got a, a trade, anyone running the trade. But I do agree that on that podcast, he come across quite badly if you didn't have any previous on him. It was just so dumb. And then what else? You know, I Google straight away. Straight up. What, what do you think I Google straight away? Difference between resistance and impedance? Yeah, because I deal with a lot, anyone that's follows me on Instagram will know, I deal with a lot of audio stuff. And the impedance kind of thing we're talking about there is, um, that's what I've got in my head is speaker impedance and stuff. And is, isn't like, that like noise on the line or something? Oh, mate, I'm not going to get into it because audio is a fucking pain in the ass. But I had to Google it in relation to I was like, you know when I read it, I was like... And you're an engineer! Exactly, but I work on what I'm doing. But when I Googled it, I actually sat there and thought, to pull that stunt on someone on a it's, contracting site is, is balandry because it's not relevant. Like, if you're bending part and putting in tray, you don't give a shit. And why would you? No. I don't want someone bending is, tray going, oh, I've, I've, I've fucked this 25 mil pipe up again that's cost eight quid. But you know what? I know the difference between resistance and impedance. And, then he's, and then, then, then he's cutting off people like myself. Oh yeah, just go on the next door app and work for cash in hand. And I'm like, obviously you pay tax, aren't you? Allegedly, allegedly. Listen, what's wrong with doing that? What's wrong with got with with using every possible way of getting a job? No, it's not. It's not. The th- the thing is as well, right? Is you've got to accept that this. <laughs> I I accept. So if anyone says I'm thinks I'm bullshit, yeah. tell me right. I accept all the, the, the trade needs all sorts of people. As you'll know, the reason I'm on social media now is because I got thrown out of the Sparky, uh, Sparky Ninja group because I like a bit of swearing. They don't want to accept electricians that swear in their group, which is fine. But I'll accept anyone. I, I know for a fact that quite highbrow electrical engineers listen to this podcast. And also we attract bottom feeders. And I'm happy to deal with that entire range because if I want a hole digging, the, the top electrical engineer's got to do it from there. Everyone's got the little niche, but to say, oh, if you don't know the difference between opinions and resistance, it was a bit of bell, Andrew, to be honest. I just, I, it just wound me up. I listened to it today and I was like, you're a div, mate. Why I thought you, we didn't listen to other people's like podcasts. That? Huh? I thought we didn't listen to other people's podcasts. Um, oh, it's a long it. story. It's a long story. But yeah, it got my goat, it got my goat a little bit. Um, I, th- I, th- I like Paul. I think he does a lot of interest and they've done a lot of industry safe stuff. Oh, see, I that. can't hear this. I can't hear this. So you've got you need to accept that you need to do what I'm doing. Just accept there's a massive range of us. I don't want to fall out of anyone. There's a lot of range. Really? Range of us. Well, Since I, when have you become Switzerland? I'm not. I don't fall out of people. I just aim of you. If someone, if I think someone's being a dick, I'll tell him. But that if I slag off James Valentine's business Hold courses, on. what is your what is your catchphrase? Beanbag face. I'd rather uh, shit in my hands and clap. Well, yeah, but if you can't handle your product, I'm not going to go there because we've, 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 covered, we've covered this. <laughs> we've finished with that. But what I'm saying is, just because I coat off someone's thing or give me a opinion on something, doesn't mean if I bump into someone at a trade shop and I hate on them, I don't like you a dick. I, I, it's professional discussion, isn't it? It's professional. Well, I, I just, it, professional. I, it just wound me up. And I'm a little bit touchy today because uh, I'm just tired, mate. This brings me it's on like, It's like usual, mate. Like the business courses, like anyone that's offering business courses, just fucking get in the seat. Yeah, get in the fucking seat. But if I see those people at a trade show or we meet in the street, I'm not going to start shining them. No, no one's going to do that. We're all grown-ups now. But yeah, but I will I will say, like, like we said, it came across badly, but knowing what pulls off the train and the way he's acting and the way he's... Oh, uh, listen. You can't set your stall out like everyone knows you. Is that is that fair? Uh, I think, I think, um, listen, moving on swiftly, um, I am tired this week because I had a really good week last week in terms of my new my new little venture into working for myself. We're in um, week four now. I'm not going to be rude. Why are you telling us to look at the chat? What is he doing? I just had to look at the chat while you carried on. Oh, no. So the, um, so yeah, so we're in week four now and it's going really well. No, we was week four was last week. And absolutely knocking it out of the park. But, mate, 
the one thing I realized, I love working for myself. I love working on my own as well. But it's so intense sometimes because yeah, you give yourself a four-hour window and really you don't know if it's going to take four hours or not. You just hope it does. Like to do a four, uh, fuse ball change in uh, four hours in a pub. Yeah. That was not easy. But the um no the fuse ball was like you can imagine what the pub's like. Pubs, so, I said to you remember didn't you? Pubs, farms, and other sparky's asses, all shitholes from start to finish, all <coughs> shitholes. Well, I went in off. there to I went in there to fix some fans, right? They got three fans in there. Their their electricity bills off the charts with the AC, so they so they wanted me to get the fans to work so as it blows the air around. Anyway, I was like, I was I, I need to see the fuse board. Went behind the uh, fruit machine, and at low level, there's a fuse board, but all it is is a din rail screwed to a bit of wood with the breakers put on it, and then the buzz bar underneath with a load of tape wrapped around it, and then wrapped all around the top of it. There's meant to be a picture of this. It's on Twitter, isn't it? But I can't yeah. get the graphics computer it's, to work. So. Honestly, it's, it's the most picture. insane thing I've ever seen. I, and it's like literally, I don't know, a foot off the floor. So any kid could just go behind there. I said, so we all know the last big death happened in the pub as well. See with David's favourite video. But, see, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that people... Right, let me rephrase this. People do die from electrocution. It happens every year. Yeah. Right. It's not as common as some people might make out either, right? It's not that common. I however, don't have the stats, but yeah, I would agree, yeah. However, um, when you've got something that that dangerous at that level, I didn't want to be that guy that hyped it up. Like, um, you know, like when you go to... Scare, you, scaring the customer. You don't want yeah, to scare the customer. Want to give said, them, I, make, this is genuine advice. I'm not trying to scare you. This is what I said. I said, listen, honestly, that's really, really one of the worst things I've ever seen in all my time as an electrician in terms of the potential for like to kill someone. Because if like there's no RCD protection, it was just MCBs on a DIN rail with a main switch. You got no chance. None. If you're a kid and you touch that buzz bar, you got no chance. Fried. Done, and the finished. problem is, the problem is in this in, in this country. I said, I know Nigerian guy on a course. Me says, not a lot of people die of electric shock in Nigeria because they're brought up not to touch stuff because they know it's dangerous. Whereas in this country, people are brought up to touch everything. <laughs> like, oh, shiny copper. Oh, but, but I said, I said to him, listen, if you can't afford to get this done, it's not good. I said, listen, I'll work, I'll work with you to get it done, but you need to do it quickly. All right, you might have been here ten years and no one's ever ever done it. But now the clock is ticking now. And let's just get it done. And to be honest with you, I've done them a right deal just to get it done. And that's not because... Well, and also, I did a right deal. So, as you know, it makes me look good. And it, yeah, I've, yeah. I've now got more work there coming up. So, you know, sometimes it's, it's good to do that. But, yeah, that was one of the worst things I've seen. Um, if we're going to be really boring on that on that subject, I used to, when I was teaching, I used to say, there's a, there's a thing, I don't know if you're familiar with it, anyone knows it, it's called root cause analysis. So every time something goes wrong, you, you analyse it and you find out what the root cause was, yeah? So if anyone can remember years and years ago, I was only younger, but I've read up a lot on it, there's, a, there's, a, there's an oil rig called Piper Alpha, and it blew up and basically killed everyone on board. People were jumping to the sea from like 200 metres and all sorts of mad shit. And the root cause was a bit of paper was in the wrong tray. But you've got to remember that, I always say to people on jobs, oh, well, no one's hurt themselves yet. Well, no one died on Piper Alpha for 30 years. Then when he went wrong, virtually everyone died. So you can't yeah. do that. Oh, it's been all right. It's been all right. It's been all no, right. It's no. always, as you say, it's always ticking. And it, where the clock stops, eventually no it's going to happen, isn't it? Eventually the clock's it's always happen. ticking. No one knows what time's left. And then Bosch, someone gets it. It's so, like how it works. I, I, mate, I had, I got there at six and I had to be done, power on by 10.30. Right? Mate, honestly... I was sitting on the floor, cross-legged, trying to get. I had to extend all of the ring, uh, all of the, all of the, uh, every single thing had to be extended. I had to rejig the whole cupboard, the whole lot. Yeah, it was yeah. a nightmare. Um, I, it was so intense and so hard that when I finished, my legs were shaking. Like <laughs> I was walking to the car, like uh, I, was, I was drunk. There's nothing, nothing puts pressure on people like time. 
No, we've got oh, to be open at 11 o'clock. Get it started out. You're like, great. Then I had to go to another job down in Whitstable and then another job back in Broadstairs. And if, if you know, that's like 40 minutes each way. And it's just a really busy week. And then I ended up working. I'm in a group, um, one a group I started for local subcontractors around here. Anyway, this guy messaged me about um, helping him wire a kitchen. He just put it in a group and he was paying decent money. And I was like, she really don't have much on tomorrow. So I went and did it. Um, really, really good guy. Um, Inspired Electrical. So shout out to Inspired Electrical. He's a, he's a good, he's a good uh, egg, that one. Um, But what I thought was really interesting and what I know you think is really interesting is the Shelly gear. <laughs> Sorry, I just swallowed that. Yes, and that's what we're going to go on to. Because I... he, he does a lot of um, smart stuff. And Shelly do all kinds of a range for smart things. They're basically like, you can do... get din rail ones I'll, as well, I'll, can't I'll, I'll give you the spiel like I'm sponsored, yeah, which I'm yeah, not. This is all completely off the thing. So let's go right back. I'll tell you why we're doing this pod. On, I was at my work summer ball on Wednesday. And people were asking me about these, about the energy usage, yeah. So many, many moons ago, before I got my battery, before I got solar, before I started messing around, Electricity prices going up, and I didn't have a smart meter. And I'm like, I used to have a little, uh, like you know, them in home displays where you clip the thing and it shows you in your living room. Yeah, dead basic. And I was like, there's got to be something better so I can monitor my electricity. Ideally, it would appear on my phone. And I'm looking around, right? And I looked and looked and looked, and there's tons of solutions. And then suddenly, I came across this firm called Sheller. So I'll just show you one. A lot of the things look like this. Yeah, they're just little, just little boxes, tiny little boxes like that. It's about the size of four stamps. This grey one is called the Shelly EM, the energy monitor. They do another one now called the Shelly Pro 3EM and the 3EM, right? And what these do is, this particular one that's tiny comes with these, can you get with these CTs? I'm going to focus it, yeah? I'm holding a CT up that's got a, a pencil-sized hole in it. That's the 50-amp one. I'll just put this out for everyone to know now, yeah? The 50 amp one will not fit around a mains tail. It will hold a pencil. If you want to do it in a mains tail, you need to buy the 120 amp one. So don't say I didn't warn you. What these do is, these can measure, you put a voltage to them, a reference voltage, and this particular one can have two CTs. Well, explain reference voltage. Uh, the voltage, because to work out the current, the wattage, pickles and vinegar. It's got to know the voltage, it's got to know the current. So you give it the voltage. The CT measures the current and it gives you the power, the costings, the money stuff, yeah? Well, so, how does it do that? It does it with maths, which no, I No, no, but like, how does it know what you're being charged per unit? A CT, which I'm holding up now, yeah, it can detect where the current's going that way. No, I know that. But, right, okay, going both but ways. But how does it know what your, what your unit per... It doesn't, it, but it... I'm getting on to this, it's... Right, I've probably missed a bit. Data. Without data, you are nothing. Yeah, you are no one. Yeah. So if I go, I'm going to buy a battery. You Right, Sam's going to get a battery. You ain't got one. What size battery are you going to get? Say, say it's a £1,000 a kilowatt. What size battery are you going to go and buy? Probably six. Why? Because I could afford that. I can't afford but, it. But right, so what if you're only using three kilowatts a day? You've just wasted £3,000. Does that make sense to everyone? Yes, it does. Yeah. So... First thing I want to do when I, I went on a renewable money-saving journey is, first of all, in my house, can I just save any money? Well, I don't know, because my most smart meters in the home displays are shite, yeah? This Shelly gives data to your phone. You can see all the screenshots online. And it'll tell you, it's not a brilliant meter. Behind me on my shoulder there, you'll see there's a, there's a Fluke 43S. That's a power meter. That can measure per second. Shelly's aren't capable of measuring per second but they'll measure throughout the day. So I can look at my app now and I can tell you today I've used nine kilowatts. I've got a 10 kilowatt battery and I size that battery. Nine kilowatts? What have you been doing today, bro? Washing. Yeah, that... that... So I have used this... So I bought one of these. These are about 80 quid and I had it on for about a month and I realised that I was using between eight and 12 kilowatts a day. So when I bought a battery, I bought a 10 kilowatt one. And this has been happily monitoring my battery since. And now I'm getting solar... I'm going to use it for the same thing to monitor what Masoda does. Yeah, but how, how, like, so right, it measures that. How does it tell you how it's saving you money if it don't know the units? 
you, how much you pay for per unit. Stop worrying about units because units change every year. A kilowatt, That's what I'm not, a kilowatt's always been a kilowatt. Yeah, it's not changed anytime soon. The amount you pay for electricity changed every year. So I'm, I've got a real block nose, so I'm struggling. Right. What I did was we got one of these fitted and we carried on like we was normally doing. And we got two weeks of data. And then I guess my missus right every night for the next week, only put the washing machine on at night on delay start because I've got economy seven. We saved about two kilowatts a day because I can see it happening, which makes me want to save it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it gives you the data so you can adapt You've got, your life. Without data, I'll say something again. You are nothing. So my mate's got, my mate will give him a weird made up name, like, I don't know, Raphael, because that's his name. He's got a zappy on his wall because I have to get a zappy. He's got some solar. And I says, mate, I guarantee you are pissing your electricity away. He gets paid to generate on the old feeding scheme. Yeah, yeah but on them Solax things, um, I've got the app here. It tells you what you're burning and when you're burning it. Right. You know, you smart me in your ass. It yeah. will tell you how much you're exporting. It won't tell you how much you've given away that day in kilowatts because they don't want you to know. No, they want you to know the... I'm talking about the app, the Solax app. I've got yeah. it right here. Solax Power, um, Summit Cloud. Anyway, so is that, the, is, that at, so, is that the solar inverter? Yeah. Yeah. So how, if much, I look how at, much did that? How much did that cost your dad to have installed? Yeah, but he's, he's, he's got it anyway, isn't he? Yes, but if you haven't got it, these are only eighty quid. Oh, so what you're saying so is you, you can have big, it in your house anyway. How big do I want my solar to be? How big do I want my battery? How much does my washing machine cost? How much does my lighting cost? Oh, this get will, it. This will tell you for eighty quid. You are working with unknowns. When you get one of these, you are working with those. So I know now. That at night, after six o'clock, I used four kilowatts or whatever. The, I, I cannot express. It's almost like I'm paid to sell these, which I'm not. Get one of these. Put it in your own house if you're a sparker. And once you know how to utilize that data, you can fit these to people's houses. Then when they go, how big a battery do I need? You go, find out how much just to use. The in-home displays won't tell you how much you've exported in total that day because the lecky board do not want you to know. Because if you know how much you was giving away, you would stop. So, well, what is the difference between that and the one you plug in? This stores all its data on your phone, so you can look back over it for the past three hundred sixty-five days. Oh it yeah, no, the ones that you plug in, they just tell you there and then. Tell you there and then. So you can do lots again. Data's power. So my mate Raf, he's got a zappy. I'm to get a zappy. He's got solar on the old feeding tariff, and he went. I get paid to generate, and I was like, well, think about getting a battery. He's like, I'm not spending four grand a battery. I was like, well, think about how I use electricity then. And I kept telling him to get one of these, these shellies, yeah? The other week I went around there, he finally relented after I'd been putting Instagram videos up when he bought one. And I went and fitted it for him. Four hours later, he rings me. I've given away three kilowatts today. I feel sick. Like, <laughs> because three kilowatts, of th how much? <clears throat> three kilowatts at 35p a kilowatt. How much did it cost him? So three kilowatts at 35p a kilowatt, how much did it cost him? Dunno. Say it's let's say it's 20p a kilowatt. Three kilowatts, how much is that? 60p. Wrong. It's one pound twenty because you have to buy it back. Oh, you're right, yeah, yeah. So he now religiously, if, if boringly, you like text me and go, my missus using the kettle. He now makes sure his car's plugged in and he's set his zappy up to match whatever the solar producers. It matches it from the grid and puts it in his car. He's saving 12 quid a day. So but that's money. That is wedge. And so without the data, got, you've got no... Right, so say you've got... So my parents, right, they're retired. And the yep. reason they got solar and a battery was to sort of avert the cost of paying these silly bills every month. Yep. Like one of them goes, the other one's going to lose a lose uh, that like the money from that one being alive and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're, they're sort of future-proofing for when one of them goes, basically, right? Now, there must be a way that you could use a Shelly to sort of use that data to make to save people like that money over the long term. If you can see what you're doing, like, if you have left your light on, you can turn it off, can't you? Because you can see the light is on. You can't see what else. So this lets you see electricity for a, for, for a, a bargain basement price. 
just on the flip, they also do this one. This red one is called a 1 p.m. And on the back of it, it's a thing called an add-on. And that connects to these temperature sensors. So I put one of these on my flow temperature on my boiler, my return temperature, and the outside temperature. And I realized my boiler was just too high. And I turned it down, and my gas has gone down by £5 a week for a £70 investment. So when you can see it, when you've got data, you can do something about it. And if any sparky gets one of these and fits in their own house and gets used to it, well, not that's great. You might learn some, you might not. But if you put these in customers' houses, which are a great sale, you could absolutely mop it up because they'll fucking love it because they can just go, I don't need that now. I just turn my, I just do washer at night. I just do this. I change how I, I, work, I live. So what? What? So if you wanted to say, if you wanted to uh, pitch that to to someone, what you'd have to do is they would have to have some sort of on peak off peak rate, wouldn't they? Is that how? Is, yeah, is that, there that, electric... that's, that's like, the bare like... bones of it. They've got to have off peak. If you want to use your washing at night, you've got to be off peak. But what I think is the selling point from is is you just go on someone's ass and you just you spout in all this shit and they don't the, the customer says you go blah 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 blah. My consultations that I do now for quite big firms that is you buy one of these and fit it and I'll fit it for you. Then I'll come back in a month and I'll show you on that data how you can save money. I sound like James Valentine now, don't I? You know what yeah, I mean? But I'm, yeah. I'm not sponsored, no I'm sponsored there. I'm just saying you can show them things. Rather than you just going there, 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 talking shit, oh, solar renewables, battery, all that, you can say, look, if you bought all that electricity at night... But for the average it, person, they ain't going to do nothing, apart from telling them what they're using. You know what they're going to do? Turn the lights off, charge the car better, use the washing machine in the night, because they'll be able to see exactly where the electricity is being wasted. And that's the first thing I did. I would have spent £4,000 more on my battery, but because I had that for a month, I jiggled around what I was doing and I saved enough to go down to 10 kilowatts, not 15. Interesting. But I'm just saying, right, all this technical stuff coming along. I don't like Dave Saber says, I'm not doing EV charging mode because they're already bollocks, yeah? Be because they're all different manufacturers, you don't have to worry about it. This is a dead simple way to make you as an electrician look smart. And also, we do loads of other cool stuff, switches and all sorts, remote switching and all things. They don't rely on an app. One of them says it. If, if they go bankrupt tomorrow, this has got a web browser and you can log into it as it is. So don't worry about that. It's a dead good way of you. You could put one of these in the box and put it in someone's house for a month and show them what they're doing. So just, I just think they're really good. And loads of people have asked me about them. Loads of people have telegrammed me about one. I just want to put it out there. That I'm not selling them, but I think they're a really powerful tool for electricians. Do you know what? It just occurred to me that um, you see someone like Octopus, they should give um electrician referral codes they do they do that you can get they a referral code they do that you can have a referral code to get on also octopus have brought out a very similar device this called the home mini it goes onto your it plugs in your wi-fi in your house you see this and it gets all the data off your smart meter and guess who it sends it to go on octopus and guess what they give you not a lot whereas with this you get to see everything and just an example like i say these are 80 quid that meter behind me there, that's a that's a Fluke 43S. That's my first ever power quality monitor. That was four grand. Yeah. And now it's it it does it a bit faster, but one of these just I just can't get over a good deal. What I'll do is on my Twitter and my Instagram tomorrow after this show's finished, I'll just put some screenshots of the app. You can log in on your phone, you can log in your PC, you can get hour by hour readings. And if you want to be a spark, if you want to keep ahead of the game. This is the kind of thing you need to be utilising as, as just a little bit of data to show people. I think I think I think it's a really good thing what you said. I don't. I think if you had some, it's Craig Lewis is in the house. Their data is not always accurate. Oh, he's coating you off, Jamie. What? Um, the, uh... Their data is not always accurate, and Jamie's a bit of a no. Is that about smart dummy. meters? Because he's right. Because why would so? Here's another good one. Just just off the cuff on this one, yeah. I found out the other day because we love a good conspiracy on the show. You know, to get my solar up. Yeah. Based on my mass off this Shelly and, and the, the, the stuff Mark's done for me telling me how many kilos I'm going to be, I will be giving some electricity away. So I was like, right, I'll go on Octopus Agile and I'll give the electricity to them and they'll give me a very low rate for it, but then I can use it on my gas. They said, you can't give it to us unless you're MCS registered. And I was like, why? Is the fucking electricity different if I'm not MCS registered on my solar? So I'll be able to see how much I'm giving away with this and then I'll be able to do the maths and work out if it's worth me having a bigger battery. 
But my smart me won't tell me that because do you think octopus want me to stop giving them free electricity? Of course they don't. Otherwise, they'd tell me how much I'm giving them a day, which they don't do. I think um, this is a really, um, it's a good little opportunity. I don't think it's like ever going to change anyone's lives. But if electricians sort of consulted a little bit more, got like quite knowledgeable like yourself on how to save people money through their electricity bill, I think like using things like that, you like having an affiliate to Octopus where it's in your interest to get them to switch over to it and stuff like that and become an expert in it. I think that's a really useful service that electricians can provide so and actually make ones, a little bit of coin out of it. These ones are for that. So these two aren't for my house. I'm going to put these in a DAT boxes and put leads out and a plug. And I'm going to lead these at people's houses to monitor temperature and stuff. That's what I'm doing with it. Um, but what the main thing to get across is, like I say, the flute behind me, I've had one for years. This is not new technology. This no. has been around for years. I've been I've been doing web-based things for 15 years before the even internet was a thing. What I'm saying is 80 quid is fucking insane. Stuff that done that before is thousands, and now it's 80 quid. So if you are on that, if you do find customers looking at you going out like going, oh, I need a battery this big, this is available to you. I'm not flogging it. I just passed on what I know. What I've learned over the past 12 months, basically, with them. It's decent. So, yeah. It's actually quite... Listen, we're turning into a cult of EV. Oh, yeah, it's going kind of renewable. No, what it is, we're realistic about it. People need to save money on these stupid uh, electric bills, and there is ways to do that. I'd, the first like, port of call for any renewable, anyone who wants to go green, is how can I just save money by changing what I do? Yes. Don't go and spend loads of money on solar and loads of money on uh, batteries and think you're going to make it because if you're spending £5,000 more on a 5 kilowatt battery because you're using 20 kilowatts in your house, but you could naturally reduce that to 15, you're five grand better off and it's more eco because no one wants fucking 25 kilos of batteries outside their house when they're wasting it running the fucking hot tub 24-7 like Mark Allison is. But that's a different story. Yeah. So could you put, like, so I could put solar panels on my roof. Yeah, but I can't sell it back to the grid or to Octopus without so, it being MCS certified. As I said, based on the maths, because I can do maths because I've got some data, I think that in the day I'll give some back about three kilowatts. So I could just give it back and say, yeah, whatever. You can't come off grid. We'll do a different podcast, but no, yeah, no one's coming off grid with batteries. Right, it's just no, not happening. No. You need the grid. So if I give three kilowatts down, they give me fifteen p for it. That might get me five gas units. And then you think, well, actually, because no, I can't I can't create gas, I'm not drilling my garden up. So I think, well, if I have more panels and I sell more electricity back, then the gas sort of starts becoming free. But I need to do the mass anyway. I found out of Mark that you can't sell the electricity to Octopus unless your installation's MCS approved, because MCS approved electricity is better than normal electricity. So I, I don't know what there's I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge it with Octopus, we'll probably do a podcast on the future, but you can't sell it to them unless you're MCS approved, which is bollocks basically. Yeah, I'm just having a look here. One of the, one of the theatres I know. Yeah, I've any questions. Started using them to monitor their heating use. They have four thermostats in the venue, and they all talk to each other. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of good good comments coming here. The energy companies will change to the time of use of tariffs in the future. That yeah, I happen. think so. I think so. Where Octopus is cleaning up the market, aren't they? They're really. They're Do you know really what they clean the up? Do you know what Octopus are? Uh, well, let's. Octopus and Amazon, what have they got in common? Uh, What's their number one product? Uh, is it like efficiency? Data. So Amazon don't actually make that much money out of selling your shit. They make it off Amazon Web Services, providing data services. If you want to know how many women in Kent buy tampons on a Tuesday, Amazon will tell you. that They, they make the money off data. They then say to people, if you want to advertise this particular thing, advertise on this day if they want to know when boy racers buy flashing wheel nuts they say advertise on a thursday you'll get more money octopus gather data and then work out what people are going to use and then buy the electricity when it's cheap and sell it the you know data what? companies when i was 18 i was that guy who had the um max power the led dust caps i just picked the most obscure things i can think of there but they know amazon can predict when you're going to buy a frying pan and i had led um jets on well, washer jets did you have a cd auto change in your boot 
Yes, I did. I had the, and you press the button and the, and the face comes off. And I had the little remote control that went on my steering wheel. It went on the steering wheel. Yeah. Hey, you must have got so much bus stop ninja. It must be unbelievable. <laughs> mate, honestly. So, and we used to have, and like, we used to have a CD made up, right? And it was called Bad Tapes One. Yeah. Bagging tunes volume six. Yeah. No, but it had that entry music. So if you pulled into, if you was going to a petrol garage, she put it on a certain track. And as you like, the bass would drop as you get in. Did you have a bass bin? Did you have a bass bin? The body? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, with neon lights in it, UV light in it. Uh, I didn't have a UV light, no. But it was a Fiat Uno Fire One Point One. It was boiled up, lowered, had a Pico exhaust on the back. Did you have one of the exhausts that went the back there, like clamps on, that gives you a really big exhaust? But in fact, it's just a bit of scuffle. No, no, no. It was a legit Pico exhaust. Just drive past there. But yeah, but that's what I was going to go. Like, some bellend out there. Who's got one? It's got, uh, did you plan for a drive past now? Yeah, if anyone's got in the chat, let us know. But that's just what I want to get across because anyone that asks me now, I'm probably going to clip that out of the podcast and put it up as a separate video because I, 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 everyone knows that when I like something, I'll bum it. And I'm absolutely bumming these totally. They're fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I just want to share the wealth so everyone knows because yeah, it's not listen, a secret. Mate, it is handy. And I mean, what I have realised about, I'll keep bringing it back to this because it was such an amazing week last week, uh, working for yourself. There is so many things that you need to be aware of to make it profitable. It's not necessarily the work itself. Hang on, is this a business course? No, yeah. it's not. Like the work itself is not particularly challenging in terms of like, it's just problem solving. Like, yeah. I've got to get a socket outside. Where's the easiest way to get outside and stuff like that? How am I going to get it? Those sort of things. Like you, when you've been doing it long enough, you know how to get around them things. Um, but the hardest thing is quoting and um, measuring your time, how long things are going to take. I suppose that comes with, and then it's the add-ons, so the things that you can add on and give more value. And that's one of the things that I think if it was applied correctly you could add value to certain customers and they'll really appreciate it and they'll make a good name for yourself they're just data again you're on about how do you price data or as some people call it experience it's just data isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. some shock jockeys mentioned there about loop so loop was the original uh smart meter i had that talked to my phone and then they just went shit which is what got me on shelly but yeah loop was a good one in the back of the day but what else you got well, I've got nothing, that's it. I've had three weeks off and I've come back with nothing. <laughs> hey, what kind of... What else was I going to talk about? Um, I can't even remember now. Um, I could talk more about the stuff I got up to last week, which was just... I know it bores a piss Mate, out. Well, what's interesting is that you're doing something, so, like, you've got your niche, because I keep... I've, I lose track of how many times I say to these people in this trade, going back to the thing earlier about the Thomas Nagy podcast, he's connected this year, he's going, can't get no good people, can't get no good people. That wound me up as well. Have you tried? Have you trained? Have you trained any? Like, have you trained any? And now there's that many shit sparks knocking around. If you're a reasonable spark and you go knocking on asses, you can make good cash. Well, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing about the subby trade that divs like him need to get into their brain. Yeah, it is a soulless, very difficult environment to thrive in. And what happens is people get beat down over time. I tried, like. So when I really started putting an effort into being a subby, really taking pride in my work, really taking, showing up all guns blazing, like bench, chop saw, the whole lot, I turned up all guns blazing, right? Even that wasn't good enough for a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? You you still only had to do one thing wrong before you was a shithead and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Like it's a soulless, thankless environment that's very hard to thrive in unless you bum someone and get to the next level. Do you know what he did say on that podcast? That, that was good. He said, quote Thomas Nagelis, I give him the quote, yeah, he said, the more you know, the more you earn. And someone told me that 23 years ago, and I've made a career out of it, and I've done all right for myself. And with, and it's with, that, soulless, thing. with that soulless environment where things are so shit and, like, and oppressive, they want people to come on site and be like, hi, guys. Huh, I'm going to work really hard for you and I'm going to learn and I'm going to be this guy so as I don't lose my job. 
well, who wants people to, like that to work for them? Like, why would you want to put someone in that sort of mindset and that sort of pressure to, to work for you? No, you don't do it's that. About, it's and there's subbies. You can't treat subbies like, like they're your employees. I think it's a piss take. That's what we do, though. But like you said, I mean, if we just said, if 12, uh, when did I start this podcast about 12 months ago? Were you? If I had said 12 months ago, you'd be arse bashing. You'd tell me to fuck off, wouldn't you? Uh, yes, I would have. And if you'd have said to me, you'll be employed, and literally, I said to a crew, I was at a dude the other day, yeah, and I said to someone, and I never thought I'd say this, yeah, if you cut me in half now like a stick of rock, I've got my firm name went through the middle of me, I'll bend over backwards for them because they're just fucking brutal people. And it's like, 12 months ago, look how things have changed. I would never thought I'd be employed, you never thought you'd be asked back, but you just worked out that if you just go there and be good at it, you can earn some good cash. Yeah, <laughs> It's you're not earning because you're shit. You're not, you're not doing well because you're shit. You live in a small place, really. Word gets round, and it gets yeah. round. i one word, the other one's it. So for me, there's a couple of guiding principles I've been working by, right? Do what Turn up on time. Turn up on time. Turn up on time. Do uh, And if you can't turn up on time, communicate. Make sure that you're, like, you stick to your word for people because people really count on you turning up. People really count, like they'll change yeah, the whole they're in, They've took the day off work, yeah, shit like gone that. to the vets, don't yeah. fucking all can't make it because fuck off. No, yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm starting to get repeat customers now, which is nice. That's really nice. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't really got much booked in next week, but again... That, that's the mess though, isn't it? Like, no yeah, one you can't, you can't no stress one about that. Like, oh, my, my light's going to catch fire next week and you couldn't change it for me. That's yeah, just the, exactly. the nature of the game. Um, What's going to say about that though? It's ah, I forget what I was going to say. My brain is adult. I'll, I'll do the flip of that, mate. In the games I used to work in when I'm my own firm, you're saying like, I ain't got much booked in next week, but like I say, people's lights break, the shower burns, that stuff comes up. Yeah, I'll be working with people like, yeah, we've got a job booked in nine months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you sat there waiting for it to start. You could be doing nothing that week. But you've got to remember, nine months. I've only been going four weeks, really. So this is the fifth week now. Just got my T-shirts done and all that. Um, we're like trying to put as much back as I can. I think that's um, important for new branding. Huh? branding. I think branding in domestic is very important. I, Looking like I think, you know what you're doing. Yes, that's the most important thing. Turning up, looking sweet is the best thing you can do. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean you've got to turn up and like in bibs and Tuxedo. <laughs> like... But if you turn up with your T-shirt, your technician shorts, like, I wear shorts. We're at the coast. It's summer. I'm wearing shorts. Uh, and I wear... Uh, I've, I've actually got trainers for work, like black pair of trainers. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a long way. I t- as everyone knows, I, I, as I said before, I wear bib and brace, yeah? Because you know when you're doing, you know when you're doing a very technical job and you tell me bib and brace, people are like, he must know what he's doing. Otherwise, he would not wear that shit. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's yeah. like look at me. Know. I'm wearing dungarees. I know, but yeah, in domestic, you've got to be branded. You've got to be company's name on it. You've got to not not like the good old days where you could turn up in a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. You're like the old, the old going out gear. You've got to no, look you can't proper. do that. And like I wouldn't turn up to someone's house in a pair of jogging bottoms either. I would be seen dead in a pair of jogging bottoms. To be honest, I, I wouldn't wear them full stop. They are oh, the clothes of the tramp. I'll ride your ass, but if you leave the ass a pair of jogging bottoms... No, I do all the time. I wear tracksuits all the time. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Jogging bottoms. Listen, I wear tracksuits. I wear uh, wear trainers that match my tracksuits. Got a show suit as well. Got a show suit. I am legitimately um, a chav, yeah. Cool. But what's more comfortable than a tracksuit? It's not about comfort. Like track suits, man. What if you fall into water? You're gonna drown, mate. Them things weigh about ten ton when they wet. Bro, who thinks like that? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> but are you gonna start a YouTube channel and do domestic stuff on there, or is it just just eager to do it? Yeah. Do you not feel like working for yourself is no good? For example, you get a kitchen and can be done in half the time. Trouble is finding someone that wants to make the the commitment. No, not really. So here's the thing. I do things to cover my own ass. Like, I priced a kitchen this week, and she wants to go ahead with it, and I price it in two halves. The first half is the first fix, and then I come back and do And then she pays me, and then she comes back and does does the second fix. Brilliant, because I just got into it. That's brilliant way of doing it, because 
What if the kitchen fit don't turn up? You're hanging on, aren't you? Yeah, and I'm not on. waiting about. Savvy, savvy move, like it. And it, and it's things like that that you have to sort of like. And what I also do is I don't play. Um, like I will go and do them shitty little jobs, and I do them with a smile on my face, changing a light fitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Socket three inches over there because that, like, before you know, it, you go and do a couple of fifty pound jobs in a day, two, three of them. All of a sudden, that's one hundred and fifty pounds you've earned. Before you've even started, no work. one wants them. Even though no one wants them, and I was like, when it was just after, just after the disease that I won't name, because I was getting back on my feet because I've been working that, and I started to dig around the van. I was doing that around here, but I was doing like, like oh, I need an earth bonding doing. I need a, a lampshade refurbishing or something like that. I was fucking like, Jesus Christ, mate, going yeah, off. mate. I there's a lady around the co- corner, um, Moira. She's a lovely lady, and she's a bit eccentric, and she had all these m- massive chandeliers that got broken in the. Um, in the move sex party <laughs> probably and uh no i put them all back together and i, I fixed them all, all, all the bits of amazon she was more than happy to pay what, me 50 pound an hour to fix them what we are gonna do i'm interested in this you're on a high at the minute you, we, we've been here yeah. before, haven't we? we've been here before when you got a job you liked it but it didn't work for you yeah i'm terrified i'm interested to see in we'll definitely do a pocket three months about are you finding getting paid and all that kind of stuff because that's oh, well what, i don't play with that i don't play you just straight up, get straight your, up. This get is how it is. Out. I go like even I worked for a builder the other week, and I was like, "Mate, this is how I work. There's no thirty days, none of that. Um, I'm cash or bank transfer upon completion. If you want the invoice, give me the details now, and that invoice will be with you before I walk off the job. It's that simple. If that's, that's for you, I'm happy to crack on. I tell you what, mate. I got when I went when I did bits and bobs when I was just transitioning between COVID and didn't know what I wanted to do myself because I was just having some time off. Do the bits of bobs around there. I was like, my mate's uh, mate, guy I work with at a power station. His missus started doing cleaning and he introduced me to the fact you get these machines. Can't you sum up? There's loads of them, but there's one called Sum Up, and yeah, I've got yeah. a Sum Up machine. So I've got a credit card machine. It's like, all right, so you pay, I think it's like one percent or something, whatever. It doesn't really matter, right? So I was like, well, if we're gonna go around people's asses, I'll get one of them. So I got this Sum Up machine. I think I had the PayPal one first, to be honest, but I could take cards where I live. It's quite opulent, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not rich, but I live in a rich area in a shit house, right? Yeah. They go as far as ask, like a couple of beamers on the drive, like gravel, butlers raking it, yeah. Need this earth bonding thing doing, blah blah blah. Go in there, do it. Right, so eighty quid. Oh, I don't have any cash. Can you pop back tomorrow? No. Don't worry, I've got a car machine. And they're looking like that, going, motherfucker. I'm yeah. like, you've got you've got a card, haven't you? Because you've not got not got, not got cash, no card. And they look at you like you fucking. They look at you like they don't want to pay you. Like, why do you want me to come back? Is it a power move? You want me to come back and get it? Yeah, because that's the bullshit. That's that's twenty minutes. Oh yeah, I'll come back. But now the prices, the prices. I don't know. One hundred and five. If someone's got someone's got an RCD trip in, go around there, crack the lid off, do the tests, got something wrong, go around and plug some stuff, find out there's a dodgy fucking food mix or something, plug it all back in, do the tests. Little test on the on the food mix to prove that it's that. Right, this is faulty. That's why you're asking tripping. Say that takes me an hour to charge them 80 quid. Oh, can you pop back tomorrow? What's well, going to cost no. me as much time to pop back tomorrow as it is if you just... Yeah, no. So yeah, no. I'll pop back tomorrow for double. It's 160 tomorrow or 80 exactly. And, and I... you've got and it's, Some people go, oh, fucking tradesman. You've got to be ruthless because... You have. Yeah, they rely on you'll forget. And if you've got eight jobs on a week, ten jobs on a week, you, you will forget every now and again. They're playing the they're playing the gamble game, they're good trying you out. And they can fuck off. See, uh, my, my my thing as well is, and it, it drives me insane. Um you like you might I had a job the other day and it was literally to turn one one socket into two. She didn't want a load of chasing out, like she didn't want it chased out because she just had her house decorated. I was like, sweet. Oh, oh I, I hang on. How many people get electricians in? Oh, but I've just had the house decorated. Well, just so those people know, yeah, you're a fucking dick. <laughs> but all I've done was I, I bought one of them um, ones into two. They just yeah, screwed straight them. over. Yeah, well, well, if that's what they want. They were a little bit fatter. She was over the moon a bit. But it took me about, I don't know, four minutes to put in. Isolate, boom, 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 screwed on, turn back on. She's like, oh, is that still 50 pounds? And I was like, yeah, She's because I had to travel. I had to travel to go and buy it. And then I had to travel here. And then I've done it. It might have only took four minutes. But 
you know, I've still had to go and get the stuff. I have this. Yeah. I used to do firearm protection, yeah, and we used to do fryers. So we used to, you know, the extinguishers and spray loads of water on it. We do them. And I worked out like these fryers were all the same. So what I did was to get the panel and knock all the knockouts out and put the grommets in and put a bit of flex in it, do loads of prep. Then one day I went to a job. It's like they they got four days out of it because they're mechanical guys that they're four days and we had the same amount of time as them. And I rang them and said, yeah, it's all done, test of a lot. Why did it so quickly? Well, because that's how I make money. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's what took you six days. Because, oh, yeah, but I've realised now that I can make these boxes up. I can take... T-. One of the things that saved me thousands of hours of time when I worked myself was we used to build control panels as big as fucking, like, double garages. I used to go in the office and unpack all the things out of the cardboard box to get rid of the cardboard. Saved me thousands of pounds. So prep is a long way. And he went, well, you can't be done already. It's like, well, I am. But we're not paying you for four days. Well, you're not paying me for four days anyway. You're paying me for a job. You're not paying me for my time. You're paying me for a fixed price for a service I want to provide you. And they're like, oh, can't you do it cheaper? Should be there four days. I was, I was sat in front of the fucking TV doing it. What? It just pisses me off. Yeah, I, I just don't like, pay. Prep, and if I get, prep if I payable. If I get the smallest inkling that they're, they're I just, I just reiterate it. And if I'm, not, I'm always polite about it. I'm like, just so, just so as you know, it's cash on completion or bank yeah, check, yeah. Uh, whatever's easiest for you. Um, if that works for you, I can be, I can do it Tuesday. It's a price for a job. And and, right. and you just got to be like that. What I've stopped doing is telling like. If someone wants me to come around to do something in the house, I don't tell them I'm fifty pound an hour anymore unless it's little jobs. Yeah, yeah, jobs yeah. That you've got to have that little bit of leverage in there. So I don't tell them that when I'm doing big jobs. Not because I'm trying to shice to them. It's just not every job the same, is it? You can't fix because the if, if you've booked four hours for it, there's still four hours you need to fill. Yeah, you've gone and done it. And uh, and then you might only be there three hours. I can't take fifty pound off because no, no, I'm no, trying no. to fill it's my a, day. You 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 price the job on a on an amount of time, and then you offer yes. that as a, a price them. If you if you're there till six o'clock because it's fucking like a plaster, you they take pay a hit. Extra. Yeah. yeah, and I remember doing this once. I did a I, I organised a price job. I was at, I was at Farnborough Airport with a, a fellow called Good Martin Airstar. So I'll name him because they shafted me on this year. And we put all this buzz bar trunking up. Hundreds, hundreds of these buzz bar trunking. So to go down there, drill the top of beam, put the buzz bar trunking up, then hang the lights up. And I got put this apprentice, and the lights had um, what they call you know the IEC, you know the kettle leads. What yeah. plugged to a, the old kit? Well, plugged together. Yeah, they had those plugs on, but then the buzz bar had a different plug on for this buzz bar. So I said this, I said this apprentice goes, "I'll give you more money than you're due." I can't believe. I'll give you some of my money. Yeah, if you fucking graft, and I want you to run along the cherry picker and put all the lights on the floor ready, and then on the Saturday afternoon, sat in front of the telly at home, I made all the cables up, and then when I got there, we well, fucking smashed this whole hangar in in about two days instead of four, and they come down and goes, now we're not paying you for fucking four days when you did it in two. I was like, well, hang on, I was sat at home making leads on Saturday, you cheeky bastards. Oh no, people will get upset. Well, like, well, but we agreed a price, and it's the worst thing ever. Once you when you agree a price, time is finished. Exactly. There is no time. Exactly. Time is irrelevant. If you if if you knock the wall out and all the fucking plaster falls off and you've got to make that good, then that's your problem, isn't it? You've got to suck it on buttercup. And but the it, other thing, the other thing that's I've I've found that's really, really important, van stock. Yeah. Just yeah. having them bits on board has made my life so much easier this week. Now what I will say, you know, like I'm riding high at the moment and stuff like that. I am terrified because there's a lot riding on this, not being successful. I can always go back to Sub and if there's work out there and I can travel to, I could travel back to Croydon and get a job and stuff like that. You don't want that, do you? No, but it is terrifying because there's so much at stake and I really want it to work. Whether it works or not, I don't know. But what I do know is, that we're going to review work... it though. We're going to review it in a few months and see how you are getting on. That geezer I worked with last week, Inspired Electrical, spends a small fortune on marketing. I literally don't. I don't spend any money. Yeah, on word of mouth is the best form of marketing. Well, don't get me wrong. No, I'm not locking it on marketing. I'm locking you know it on what it is? Amanda, uh, my, my wife, Amanda, and her Facebook groups. Uh, she's, and she's your marketing basically. 
Mate, she, she just, once a week, she goes through, I don't know, 20 Facebook groups, just puts um, puts uh, an ad on there, and then she'll reply to any anyone who goes, oh, is there an electrician in Herne Bay that can, she'll reply directly to them. That's it. Well, we'll That's working. It, I'll ch chat as well, Maria. Cool, mate. Azuri Electrical says, get some stress workwear. I'll tell you a funny story about this. Someone offered me, I was offered money to 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 wear some workwear in my Instagram videos. And anyone that knows me as Eastport knows I will I wear Ingleburg stress all the time. So like I'm wearing it now, in fact. Hey, um, someone a firm offered me quite a bit of money to to wear some workwear in videos like that. Anyone that knows me knows I want, but yeah, Ingleburg stress workwear is well. If I'm going to bum Shelley hard, I'll bum them as well. And no, Ingleburg stress is nice. Um... No one goes back once you've done stress, you never go back. I've got, I've got a pair of trousers up in there. Best bib and brace going. But yeah, this firm offered me quite a bit of money. I was like, I can't because anyone that knows me knows a lying bastard. Right, listen. This is um, our first one back for a month. I've really enjoyed it, JMO. And we're Electricity's podcast. We're out. Boom. Don't know why I look to the camera like that.